It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan of the Cincinnati Reds, and I've turned my addiction into information for you. We're talking about the Reds every single day here on the Locked On Reds podcast, and we've got three wins in a row. That's right, Nicholas Castellanos providing some more drama for the Reds yesterday on the field, and Major League Baseball providing plenty of drama around Castellanos off the field. We're going to get to that here in just a minute. I also want to talk about that start from Jose De Leon. That was exactly what the doctor ordered. Want to see some more of that from him. The bullpen looked fine. Plenty to talk about, about last night's game and get you set for tonight's game as well. Sorry for the late release this morning, but let's get to it. All right, so last night, the Reds, get their third win in a row. Five to three, Nicholas Cassianos with the go-ahead home run in the seventh, and thankfully the Reds played add-on in the eighth because there was a run scored in the ninth inning. Uh, We'll talk about that when we get to the bullpen aspect, but Cassianos just continues his torrid start toward what I I firmly believe. I mean, obviously, you keep up this trajectory, you're going to the All-Star game, but he is building quite a resume here in these first four games. That's his third home run of the season. And so far as career-wise, this really doesn't help you with the All-Star nod, but so far as career-wise, that was his 500th RBI last night of his career. He kind of joins an elite crowd, at least so far as active players are concerned. I saw this tweet from Charlie Goldsmith this morning. He said that with that 500th RBI at 29 years old, Castellanos is one of eight MLB players who are currently under 30 to accomplish that, according to Baseball Reference. The rest of the list, Nolan Arenado, hey, he's pretty good. Christian Yelich, yeah, he's good too. Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Xander Bogarts, Bryce Harper, and Manny Machado. That's a heck of a list to be on. In fact, if that's a list that you're on, I think you're technically a star. What was the storyline around the Reds this offseason? They're a good team without a star. They've got a lot of solid players. They don't have a star. Maybe Nicholas Castellanos is jumping into the pantheon of stardom this year. And it's not without uh, MLB trying to put their foot in their mouth as a star 
is born. All right, he's not really born, but as he, you know, whatever, he's getting bright. He's turning into a star, something like that. But Major League Baseball just continues to show how ridiculous of an organization they are. What kind of decision was it to double down on the ejection and say, okay, he gets suspended? The Major League Baseball, in case you missed this, Major League Baseball suspended Nicholas Castellanos two games on Monday. They announced the suspension on Monday because of, quote, aggressive actions and inciting benches to clear. Aren't baseball teams made up of grown men? Why is it Nicholas Castellanos' fault that the Cardinals couldn't uh, stay in their dugout. Why not suspend the guys who cleared the bench? Why not have a rule? In fact, Major League Baseball does not have this rule in place. Well, you know, if you're if you're going to suspend a guy for inciting the benches to clear, why not have a rule that if you leave the dugout and you're not a part of the play, then you get suspended? It was a silly rule. He is appealing, of course, and I expect him to win unless Major League Baseball finds like the biggest chill of an arbitrator you've ever seen and he upholds the suspension. It would make no sense whatsoever to uphold it because no Cardinals were uh, punished in this. I think I heard that Yadier Molina and Jordan Hicks got fined. All right, whatever. Slap on the wrist there. But it's ridiculous that Castellanos got suspended for this. This is Major League Baseball continuing to show how they cannot get out of their own way. Here in Cincinnati, this entire offseason has been filled with question marks. Is the team going to be better? We're relying on everyone on this roster to be better, to bounce back better. They, they did not create any sort of momentum or create any sort of interest with the kind of transactions you see in an exciting offseason. So, all right, what do we see? Boom, out of the gate, the Reds are hitting the ball. They're scoring runs. Looks like they're bouncing back. Looks like they're having fun. And the biggest catalyst of that fun is Nicholas Castellanos. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball is like, no, no, no. You're having too much fun. We need to stop this. What are you doing? We're about to head to this offseason that is fraught with peril and the possibility of a lockout and the possibility of just terrible negotiations and all of this stuff with the end of the CBA looming. Why on earth is Major League Baseball continuing to make bad decisions during the season? It's just unbelievable how this organization is run. That being said, I fully expect Nicholas Castellanos to win that appeal, to not have to serve that suspension, and to continue raking. We're going to talk about some other aspects of this game that I loved. Jose De Leon's performance, the bullpen, a couple other things as well. Before we do, though, I wanted to let you know, if you're looking for a part for your car, the best place to go is rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and they've got reliably low prices. When you go to the brick and mortar stores, you're risking paying quite a markup. In fact, there's like different prices for professionals and for amateurs, all that stuff. Rock Auto does not have that. They've got the same price for the same part, no matter if you own a mechanic shop or if you're just trying to fix your car at home. 
Check them out today. They've got every single part for your car, and they're going to help you find it. You don't have to know advanced mechanics to find the correct part for your car. But if you are a grease monkey, you can find your favorite brand. Check out rockauto.com today. And when you're in the checkout section in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff sent you from the Locked On Reds podcast. That's rockauto.com and let them know that Locked On sent you. Get all of the sports news and notes that you need for your day from the Locked On Today podcast. In 20 minutes or less, host Peter Bukowski will take a look around the sporting world and talk about what is most important to you. Check it out today, the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. So not to be outdone, the Reds scored five runs and continuing to look very strong with the lineup after Monday night's win, the third win in a row for the Reds, with homers from Castellanos and Mike Mustakis. Moose just had a bomb on that one. I loved, and I love the way the Cowboy talked about that bomb. He said, that ball must have been thirsty because it got up to the Budweiser party deck in a hurry. I love Cowboy. He's, he's amazing. But also, not to be outdone in that game, was the pitching performance from Jose De Leon. How many of you saw the pitching schedule with De Leon on it and was like, oh boy, they're going to have to score a lot of runs in this game? And how many of you also watched the first inning where he gave up two home runs and thought, oh my gosh, they might need to score a whole bunch. They might need a, another 12-run performance. Well, he settled down. After that, five innings of pretty good work, if you're asking me, nine strikeouts. And after those two home runs, he allowed a total of three base runners, one hit, two walks. And the two walks is a huge development. If you look at his profile over his career, he's not had a ton of opportunities to pitch, but the biggest reason for that is his control. His strikeout rate is actually right around his walk rate, which is never a good thing. You don't want your walk rate to be that high. In fact, in his couple of appearances in 2020, his walk rate was actually higher than his strikeout rate. That is terrible. But two walks in a game, very nice for him in those two innings. And he was just on fire with his pitches. Looked very strong. His slider was an absolute monster. 60% more break according to Baseball Savant, compared to average sliders thrown this season. His sinker was also a killer. 94 miles an hour average. Hitters couldn't touch it. Looked absolutely phenomenal. What a great start. And not to be outdone by himself, not to be outdone. I'm saying that a whole bunch this episode. I don't know why. But he got his first major league hit. I loved in in his Zoom after he made the roster, he did a Zoom interview with uh, writers and such. And at the end of his Zoom, before he said thank you and goodbye, he jokingly said, he's like, you guys think I'm going to get a hit this year? And all the writers were like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, see, Trent, he was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and De Leon was like, oh, come on now. Don't lie to me. His first at-bat of the season, he gets an RBI single helping himself. 
absolutely loved that game for De Leon. And then the bullpen came in and was just absolutely solid. Three perfect innings put together by CNL Perez, Sean Doolittle, and the first appearance of the season by friend of the podcast, Lucas Sims. He looked pretty strong as well. And it was capped off by a save from Amir Garrett. Now, Garrett looked a little rusty in his first appearance, giving up a home run to Brian Reynolds, and then a single right after that. But he settled in after that. He was able to get the save. I'm going to call this, all right, so when a when the closer, or when the guy who's coming in to get the final outs of the game comes in to get the save and he allows a run, I'm going to call this something. I'm going to call it a sweaty save. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but so do saves that you allow runs. It's just, ooh, it's, it makes you sweat. But Garrett closed the door and got the win for the Reds. Just a solid night for the bullpen overall. Also, looking back at the lineup and things that happened, Jonathan India extended his hitting streak to four games, which is awesome because according to the graphic that they showed on Bally Sports Ohio, to start his career, four games ties the high and it gets him out of company uh, the uh, three game hitting streak starters were uh jose garcia who we all agree isn't that great of a hitter right now so that sounds a little fluky and not really the company that i want jonathan india to be a part of and uh raise your hand if you remember this guy dave sapelt let the record show there's not a whole lot of people raising their hands because nobody really remembers that guy so it's good that he extended that streak and he got a little bit better. Hopefully, he continues that tonight. We're going to talk about the pitcher that he is going to face here in just a minute. And speaking of the lineup, Gino with another offer last night. I think that he's just kind of getting his time now, kind of getting ready to go. And tonight, he is due. And if you believe me, and if you agree with me, check out betonline.ag today. Set up your profile, type in the promo code Locked On. They'll give you 50% more on your initial deposit, and you can join me in putting your money where your mind and your mouth is when it comes to Eugenio Suarez tonight against the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can check out on their drop-down list, they have a thing called player props for the night, and you can go into every single game and they've got prop bets set up. There's one specifically for the Reds Pirates that is Eugenio Suarez hitting a home run and the Reds winning. If you take that right now, it's at plus 354. So if you put like 10 bucks on it, you'll win 35 bucks on top of that if the Reds win and Eugenio Suarez hits a home run, which I think he's going to do. Dude is due for a big night, and I think it's happening tonight. If you agree with me, Check out betonline.ag, set up your profile, type in the promo code Locked On to get 50% more added onto your initial deposit and start making money off of your sports knowledge today. Get off the bench, get in the game, and start making some money off your sports knowledge with the one sports gambling site that I trust, betonline.ag. And enter the promo code Locked On to get 50% more on that initial deposit. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, we've got the podcast for you. It's the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast hosted by Scott Collin. Dude has years of experience playing fantasy baseball, and he combines that with a data-driven approach to help you win your league. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, big, big night tonight. See if the Reds can get their fourth straight win. I mentioned, obviously, three wins in a row for the Reds. They only did that three times as far as a win streak of three or more. They only did that three times in 2020, and they did that eight times in 2019. Let's see if they can just continue that streak. Let's let's win four. Let's win five. Let's sweep the Pirates. The Reds really need to just absolutely put it on the Pirates this year. They are going to be a bad team, and the Reds need to make sure that they don't let them spoil what could be an amazing season. Loving the start that we've seen so far. And coming on tonight for the mound for the Reds is Wade Miley. Miley, I I want you guys to temper your expectations because you're thinking that Miley's going to come in and he's just going to be dominant because he's a veteran pitcher. Miley is who he is. Low velocity and movement, movement, movement. Those pitchers are going to be a-moving tonight. And when it comes to the velocity, you're going to look and you're just going to groan. You're going to see like 90 on the radar gun. You're going to be like, oh, come on. Just get outs, baby. His career numbers, 4.2 ERA. That's all I want. That's all I'm looking for. And when you dive into those numbers, the first month of the season for Wade Miley, for his career, have been a little bit better than his career averages. He has a 3.9 ERA in 33 starts in the month of March and April, and his strikeouts per nine is over seven. He's not really a strikeout guy. He's a pitch-to-weak contact kind of pitcher, so hopefully tonight defense is ready. You know, there was a couple of miscues last night for uh, Gino and a couple of situations there, but hopefully they are ready to go with Miley on the mound because he's going to be pitching to contact. And he's just, he's a wily vet who's going to get at Wiley Miley. Why is no one calling him that? All right, that's what we're calling him from now on. Wiley Miley's out on the mound, and he's going to throw lots and lots of curveballs. And when he throws a fastball, it's going to be spinning, and it's not going to be going that fast. But curveballs, changeups, a whole lot of movement. Hopefully, he can get the Pirates to get into a lot of weak contact, a lot of uh, quick outs for Miley tonight. Opposing him on the mound uh, for the Pirates is basically the right-handed version of Wade Miley, and that's Trevor Cahill. In fact, Trevor Cahill has been mostly a reliever whenever the Reds have faced him in his career. The last time that Trevor Cahill made a start against the Reds was in 2014. The last time the Reds faced him was back in 2019 when he was a reliever, so they haven't really seen him all that much. The key for the Reds lineup tonight, is knowing the fact that Cahill is just basically a right-handed Wade Miley, he's going to have a hard reliance on pitches that move. The Reds have to lay off slash foul off whenever it's in the strike zone, his curveball. His curveball is very good. They're going to have a hard time getting the barrel on the curveball, so they need to lay off or foul off and wait on the fastball. He's got a couple of different iterations. He's got a sinking fastball, a cut fastball, and he does throw a four-seamer from time to time. But every single one of those gets clobbered because his average velocity on any one of those pitches is like around 90, just like Wade Miley. So with Cahill on the mound, the Reds need to lay off the curveball, wait for the fastballs, and just clobber those when they see them. And as far as the Pirates lineup goes, it's fortuitous for the Reds that they came into Great American Ballpark without their best hitter, 
Cabrian Hayes. He's on the injured list. They're not going to see him tonight. They won't see him tomorrow either. So with that, this lineup, all you got to do for Wade Miley and for the Reds' fielding defensive lineup, just execute the fundamentals. You're going to be all right. Like last night, the error on Gino when they were trying to turn a double play, he like tried to start throwing the double play ball at a first base before he caught it. And that's why he totally missed it, and he didn't even get the first out. Just rely on the fundamentals. But the guy that I'm looking at in this Pirate lineup that the Reds need to watch out for is Brian Reynolds. Obviously, he showed why last night. In the ninth inning, he hit a solo homer off of Amir Garrett. But in his career, he has 87 plate appearances against the Reds. He has a 952 OPS, i.e. he likes facing the Reds. So they need to settle down, make sure that they don't get burned by Brian Reynolds, and make sure when they do get burned by different guys that it's of the solo home run variety. No rallies, no multi-RBI home runs, nothing like that. If they can keep it all to solo home runs like they did last night, it's going to be another win. Because this Pirates team is beatable, and this Reds team is just better than them. I firmly believe that. I have no doubt. And I love what I've seen so far. So, Wade Miley, Trevor Cahill, 640 tonight. Going to be a good one. Looking for win number four in a row. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's podcast. We've got an interesting turnaround as the Reds have a businessman special tomorrow and a quick turnaround to get on the road as they head out west. So we will have a podcast for you tomorrow morning that you may or may not be hearing before the game starts. But we'll talk about tonight's game and get you set for that noon start, 1230 start tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast, though. If you do not already follow the podcast, make sure you are on whatever podcasting provider you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone for reactions, comments, questions, whatever you've got, 513-549-0159. That'll do it for us here today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, and I will talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.